0: Welcome to another edition of Locked On Pelicans, the daily podcast covering your favorite team, the New Orleans Pelicans and NBA as a whole, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, available on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Google Podcasts, Alexa, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts from. I'm your host, Pelicans insider, credential member of the media and editor over at LockdownPelicans.com. Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter. Here with you all on this Thursday, we've got a winning podcast for you after the Pelicans immediately responded to that loss with Boston by following up with a 19-point victory, 125-104 over the Washington Wizards after Alvin Gentry made a pretty key lineup change that, at first glance, seemed like it was going to be a horrible idea, potentially, but really did pay off. So we're going to recap this game, talk about the lineup change. My throat is killing me, so probably going to be a shorter podcast today. Also why this one's a little bit later than normal, but I wanted to get this up for you to kind of take in the win. Know what you missed and how the Pelicans kind of got spurred on to victory here, because this was an important game, and we'll see how they do coming up now that they hit the road again. So... Big win. Let's recap it in today's edition of Locked on Pelicans. So if you're a new listener, thank you for making Locked on Pelicans part of your day. And if you've been listening for any point in time, I appreciate it as well. Please, Subscribe to the podcast, leave a five-star rating on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts from. All that is important does help keep this free and five days a week for you. The only podcast like this coming to you guys five days a week covering the New Orleans Pelicans. Make it part of your day. It's a great thing. And please subscribe and leave that five-star review. So, before the game last night against the Washington Wizards, Alvin Gentry in his pre-game media availability announced that they were going to be making a change. That Tim Frazier was going to be stepping into the starting lineup, each one more, moving back to the three, putting Wes Johnson on the bench. You've got Anthony Davis starting and Nikola Mirotic starting. And... You know, this was probably likely in the cards before the Holiday and Davis presser, the day before that on Tuesday, where Holiday basically said, get me the fuck off the ball in no uncertain terms, though that's not the exact quote. You could see he needed to be moved off ball and Alvin Gentry wanted to kind of relieve some of the pressure on him. And Alvin said it as much saying, we are asking him to do way, 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 way too much. And they moved him off the ball. And clearly, if you watched the game last night, that was a very big move. So I expect we'll see this starting lineup um, going forward maybe until it it just has a number of bad games. But that also might not be until January where Alfred Payton is able to come back and play well for this team, hopefully. And then relieve the pressure on Drew that way and not have Tim Frazier. Because everyone who heard this and everyone I told it to or talked to at the game before that – all thought this was a terrible, terrible idea, and I guess that's why we're not NBA head coaches. But without a doubt, the move worked, and in the first quarter alone, Drew Holiday put up 11 of his 29 points. He was locked in on defense, and you could see he just kind of wasn't hunting to set up other players. He had three turnovers in this one, After having eight against the Boston Celtics, there was a very different Drew Holiday on display. Again, 29 points, seven rebounds, five assists, just three turnovers. That's the type of play you need from him. And more than that, he was active on the defensive side of the ball. John Wall, Bradley Beal just did not get it going in this game. They combined for a total of 33 points. They've been averaging about 60 together over the past eight games or so, and he held them to about half of that. John Wall was 6 of 13 on the night, Bradley Beal 7 of 15. And a lot of that had to do with the defense that Drew Holiday was playing. With more energy on that side of the ball, he harassed those guys. He got the ball out of their hands. He forced them to take tough shots. That's the type of Drew Holiday that you want to see. The guy who is taking 19 shots in this one. He's 12 of 19 overall, 3 of 7 from deep. Backdoor cuts, baseline cuts for layups, just kind of hunting for open spots. He's a good shooter. We all know this. This is what you want to see out of him, and playing him with another point guard just makes all the sense in the world, or at least someone else who can handle a lot of that. Some people are down on the idea of trading for a hypothetical trade, I should say, of Bradley Beal, because we don't know if he's actually available. And you know what? He does a lot of that for Washington, too, where he handles the ball and still lets Holiday kind of potentially do his thing. So just getting him any help, I think, would be a very big thing. And you can see when he's on full display like this, he's an excellent, excellent player. Anthony Davis, 28 in this one, 15 boards as well, 9 of 21 from the field. His mid-range shot is something we probably need to talk about because he has just kind of not shot that well at all this year after relying on that for the first number of years of his career and then getting away from it the past two kind of particularly last year he's needing that more because he's being defended differently and he's really not able to shoot that nearly as effectively as before and I think that's kind of why even though he's putting up good numbers we don't feel particularly great about how he's played this season but I think that can potentially come around as well so not something to worry about but he was great in this one defensively you saw just a different effort from him as well that's big Frazier isn't really the best defensively or even average defensively. So having a guy who can play at at the rim and protect the rim like Anthony Davis does is a real big boon to this team. And he'd been kind of off the past couple of games where maybe that effort level wasn't there, even though overall it was. And he was on tonight a number of blocks at the rim. He had two there when guys got blown by and he kind of was the help defender and able to kind of stymie that drive, turned it into uh, points on the other end as well there's not much else you can say about Anthony Davis four offensive rebounds for him that was excellent as well those are two big performers of the night but of course this doesn't happen without Tim Frazier who went from basically being out of the rotation and not playing like any minutes to all of a sudden getting 36 almost 37 minutes in this one only took eight shots in that time scored 12 points he was two of six from deep Though those three point shots he takes look so like uh, laborious to be able to do, but he was great. Twelve assists on the night, twelve points, twelve assists, double double, six rebounds as well. And you know it's weird for a team whose motto is doing it or do it big, and maybe the smallest guy on the court is what would the, was the catalyst for a victory in this one. But Tim Frazier getting him into the lineup—it's not necessarily Tim Frazier. It's just the idea of moving Holiday off ball. Whoever allows him to do that is who you need to be starting. And right now, the only other guy on this roster really capable of that is tim frazier so i think that's big though mason ginsburg asked me a question um before the game last night because he was in town he said he goes i wonder if maybe frank jackson was in line to get the start before the injury and frank was out in this one with a tweaked ankle probably not this was probably always going to be frazier i don't think they see frank as kind of that true point guard like tim frazier is but certainly an idea to maybe consider at some point in the future but Frazier was good." Adequate enough defensively, very big for the Pelicans to kind of get him into the starting lineup. After going from no minutes to playing a huge load and being able to play as well as he did, very nice thing to see. You have to expect he's gonna be in the starting lineup going forward now. So those were your big three on the night, but there were some other key contributors in this one, particularly Julius Randle off the bench. We're gonna talk about him in the minute. But first, this episode is sponsored by Action Heat. Winter is here. It's cold out. New Orleans has been getting it Pretty bad too at times, snowing in other places. And Action Heat makes the world's best battery heated clothing. Heat on demand at the touch of a button. Control your environment with Action Heat. It's all safe and specifically engineered to be warm. Basically, Action Heat clothing is like a heated car seat. Those are always wonderful things to have. You've got rechargeable 5 volt lithium ion batteries that last 12 hours on each charge. And even better, Action Heat can be used to recharge your phone or any other devices while you're wearing the clothing. You just plug it on in, never be caught with a dead cell phone battery. Again, they're perfect for any friend or family member on your holiday gift list or your coworker who's constantly cold in their office. Great for anyone who works outdoors, skiers, snowboarders, or anyone that just hates being cold. Action Heat provides toasty warmth and comfort for your whole body, included heated jackets, socks, gloves, hats, and even undergarments like heated base layer shirts and long johns. You can stay warm and cozy from head to toe with Action Heat. Action Heat is available in men's and women's clothing, and they have some great new styles and models just released for this winter season make all winter activities more enjoyable with a blast of warmth and action heat is the perfect solution to keep you toasty and warm even in the most frigid winters plus action heat has heated products that fits Everyone's budget with some items starting at just $39.99. Now we've also got a special deal for our listeners to save 20% off your entire order. Just go to actionheat.com slash locked on. That's actionheat.com slash locked on to check out everything Action Heat has to offer. That's ActionHeat.com slash locked on or use the promo code locked on at checkout to save 20%. Basically, again, free money we're offering you here on the On Podcast Network. So stay toasty and warm while you enjoy all your outdoor activities this winter with Action Heat. And we thank them for sponsoring this podcast. So we went over the main three guys that were important to this Pelicans victory, but Julius Randle was also excellent off the bench in just 26 minutes of action, 10 of 15 from the field, 3 of 3 from the line. He grabbed 12 rebounds and finished with a total of 23 points. Turnovers were bad. He was kind of a little bit uncontrollable at times. Seven turnovers. Some of those were just passes that went into his hands that he wasn't able to hold on, and this was overall reminiscent at times of the old 0-4 0-4 oh, oh losing streak, Pelicans. But a pretty good effort from him. Nikola Mirotic was 3 of 8. He was shooting really, really deep threes in this one. He had 15 points on the night. Each one more with his role maybe a little bit reduced because of Tim Frazier coming in and him moving to the 3 where he struggles at times. 10 points on the night. His best games do come when he's playing shooting guard for this team. And that was really it. Big game just from the Pelicans who needed this. And it's interesting because... Tim Frazier really allowed them to play their style of ball. He pushed the pace. He helped them work through possessions when the pace was slow. Just hugely important in this one, the Pelicans did finish on the night with 26 fast break points. That's the type of number they want to do. We haven't really seen that as much in recent games, so nice to see them kind of get back on track with the pace that they wanted, working through those possessions when that was taken away, because you have an extra ball handler there, Drew Hollett doesn't have to try and create for others and turn the ball over, which is really what happens. Turnovers were a problem in this one, though, particularly at the end of the first quarter and the start of the third. The Pelicans were up big at one point and kind of blew that lead a little bit, only winning the first quarter 31-24, to so a seven-point lead when it was above 10, I think think at one point in that period and that was due to turnovers sloppy play that allowed the Washington Wizards to get back in it the start of the third Washington also put up 34 points in that frame 31 for the Pelicans and you got kind of a little bit worried when this lead really started to dwindle get into single digits at times but it was okay the Pelicans kind of uh, withstood that and you just saw smarter play kind of with not letting things get to them but again it was turnovers that really brought the Wizards back to life in this one 20 turnovers for the Pelicans not good not what you want to see 24 uh, turnover points for the Wizards that'll also do at least it wasn't in the 30s is maybe what you could say that has to do with the defensive effort from Holiday from Anthony Davis something we haven't quite seen the past couple of games also big for the Pelicans is was the rebounding in this one I mean they just crushed Washington on the glass Washington had a total of 38 rebounds Pelicans had 64 including 17 offensive boards that's a big number and that's going to lead you to the amount of second chance points that the Pells had in this one 28 of the Pelicans 125 that they scored in this one 62 came in the paint they were attacking they were aggressive exactly what you want to see from this team so good job good effort from this Pelicans club they really needed to get this victory So expect to see Tim Frazier in the starting lineup against Miami. We'll preview that in tomorrow's podcast as well. Shorter one today, like I said, my voice is killing me. So thank you all for listening to Locked on Pelicans. As always, I'm your host, Jake Madison, at Nolajake on Twitter, and I'll be back with you all tomorrow.